episode 127. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. Well, hello. And how do? Welcome. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you guys are doing great. Guys, gals, people, dogs. Maybe you put this on Alexa. Can we do that? Alexa, play the Bible buffoons. Yeah. Is there a way for us to make that happen? I think there used to be a thing you had to like set up with it, but I think it's all smart enough now if you're like, do you think play, it just... play Bible buffoons on Spotify or play it on Apple Podcasts. I think it'll just play it. Hmm. I don't know that. We need to ask Pete. Pete the cat? <laughs> Which is funny. We can bounce around all day. Pete the cat. We have a Pete the cat doll. Yeah. Jack really liked it. The boys kind of did. Uh, but now our real cat, Rufus, mm-hmm. loves the Pete the cat doll. Oh, that's his our, best buddy. And our boys are like, oh, it's his cat friend. It's his cat friend. Uh, but yeah, Pete the cat. No, Pete blank. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a we, podcast guy. We have, you know, Pete have Pete points. Pete's points. Pete's points. Uh, he, there was a deal where you could be like, Alexa, play today's Pete's points. Yeah, hit me with them Pete's points for today. We need to, hey, blast the buffoons. Somebody just try it. See what happens. Yeah, let us know. I'm, if I remember, I'll do it. <sighs> Sorry, got that out of the way. If you guys don't know this, we also you know have full-time jobs and we have full-time families and full-time things and lives. Sometimes I don't. I forget about our, that I even have a podcast. Mm. should probably think more about it. About your podcast? Yeah. R R, yeah, not not mine. That um, would, that would probably serve us well. <laughs> that might serve us well. Uh, but we're not trying to make money off of this. Mm-mm. What if we did a Patreon? Oh. Do you think people would listen? An extra episode a week? No, no, I don't <laughs> think it's worth it. Right, <laughs> right. Probably not. I wonder what that number would have to be for us to make it worth it. Not listeners, money wise. Mm. I don't know. It's hard to say. Because you got to split it. Yeah. And then we would probably just be like, let's just donate it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we wouldn't do. even. <laughs> we wouldn't even take the money. Yeah. So listen to us for free. Enjoy. Because we tried to have y'all give us money. It did work. Y'all didn't give us anything. That was going to go to other people. And I didn't tell. Isn't that where I did tell my wife that I would double it? Yeah. But Because I knew we weren't going to have anybody do it. We weren't real worried about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I got, um, you know, we still don't have North Dakota. That has not happened. But I was encouraged or not encouraged. Or discouraged. Or discouraged. Hard to say at this point. But I met this. um, So this weekend, me and my wife went down to the luxurious Panama City Beach Mm -hmm. again. It's like two trips in like three weeks on Panama City. Florida's Emerald Coast. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was gorgeous. It was for real emerald. Um, but we were down there for this college conference and we were working. I was a vendor, which is a weird, like just sit up there in the booth for a youth camp that we helped do impact, uh, at Lipscomb university. We need more counselors. So we went there, hung out, blah, blah, blah. Saw a lot of people, um, which was fun last night. We had dinner last night, Taco Tuesday our two families and mm-hmm. to talk about Gulf coast getaway, 
uh, was the retreat. You guys went. We were there at the same time. We just didn't know it. We had some old pictures. But I ran into a guy that I know, Dean Dunning. He is the campus minister at Raiders for Christ, MTSU Blue Raiders, Raiders for Christ in Murfreesboro, where I went. He was a count. He was an intern when I was there. But we started talking, and somebody talked about our podcast. He's like, "Oh, I've listened to your podcast." <laughs> I was like, "Sweet, Dean, thank you so much. Awesome." He's like, "I have a podcast too," and I was like, "Say what?" Uh, and. He started, we started talking somehow, and I, I was just like, you guys know anybody in North Dakota? And they're like, why? I'm like, I, I, we need that listener. And Dean goes, that was our last state to get. He said, we got them all, but North Dakota was our very last one. It took so a we're lot. not alone. He's been doing it for four years. Yeah. So I don't know when he got it in that, but. There's still hope. His podcast is about board games. I think it's called Meeble Town. Meeble Town. Yeah, well, I don't think that's that's what it's called. M e e b l e town. Now, I am not a board game fan. Uh, I'm a fan. I don't love them. I'm not the person that's like, let's go all play board games. Like, let's yeah. play four hours of Settlers of Catan. I've done it, but I'm not big on it. Did you look it up? I had to look up what's a meeble. I don't know what a meeble is, so I was going to ask you that. <laughs> I didn't know. But there's a there's a bunch in there. Yeah. Like there's meeble in like a video game, I think. Yeah, that's what I. That's but but Final I, Fantasy. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy, but that's a video game, not a board game. So I don't know what a meeble is. So Dean, if you listen to this, text me. Uh, oh, maybe it's is it meeple? Because a meeple is a playing piece used in a board game. Oh well, then maybe it's meeple. Meeple. I bet it's a Meeple Town. Uh, you're right. It's a P, not a B. Meeple Town. So Meeple is a piece. Yeah, it's like like one of those little blue, red, green, yellow, yeah, just little. Like, think about a sorry piece. You know the little. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a Meeple. Oh, hey, we learned something new today. How about that? That's a Meeple. So Meeple Town. Yep. Okay, well, that makes sense now because before I was like, that's way too. Into the weeds. But hey, if you are into board games, I, go listen to Meeple Town. How about it? I think he does it every two weeks. They're about an hour long. They're a little bit longer than ours. Well, he's tight. Some of those games are complicated. Uh, yeah, and I looked up one of the show notes, and, and they did like time stamps. Yeah. Like this is this, chit-chat, this is this. And they there was words I didn't know. Cause I think it was like game like situation stuff. I didn't know what Meeple was either. Situational gameplay. Situational gameplay. And I was like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. But hey, how how like cool is it? They're like you can have a, you can have a board game podcast. You can have a podcast about have board, anything. Yeah, you can have about anything. Like and people for better, are listening for better to better or worse. <laughs> for better or worse, but like people are listening to it. Yeah, that's funny. I was like, cool. Mine's about two buffoons talking about the Bibles. There you go. Well, there you go. Well, we have no new whatnots, no new anything's. Uh, like, review, subscribe, share, rate, share. I think I already said that. Uh, send it. Uh, full send. Yep, full. Just send it. It's still going to send it. I'm still going to send it. Absolutely. Uh, with that. All right. So last week, have we been on this for two? This is week three. This is week three. Week three. Of... Um, the book is called Seven Checkpoints. It's in the show notes the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Where to get it? Andy Stanley. 
This is for youth ministers and youth workers to kind of like help in teens. But as you kind of go through it, almost every single one of these, you're like, oh, this is all for adults as well. Mm-hmm. Like we're giving um, it a glow up. The more, <laughs> the more that I have worked with teenagers and the more that I preach and teach about stuff, it's like, I ain't doing this for teenagers. This is for everybody. Yeah. Like, this is for me. This is for everybody. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like the seven checkpoints. E essential, I think checkpoints is what you've been calling yeah. it. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah it's like I didn't essential. want to like fully rip off the name of the book. And I wasn't sure we were going to do we're all not, seven. And, and, we're not, and we're not doing seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is essential. Good job. Thank you. Uh, good wording. Essential. Um, so the first one was authentic faith. Yeah. Having true deep faith, which may take a while, but working on your faith, not circumstantial faith. Mm-hmm. Last week, we talked about spiritual spiritual disciplines. disciplines. Um, and, and all those, and yeah. like spiritual disciplines. I read something today on spiritual disciplines that, uh, um, that spiritual, dif- spiritual disciplines are a habit, not an attitude. Yeah. That was kind of the tone of the episode. It's that like, like spiritual disciplines isn't the fruit of the spirit. You get the fruit of the spirit by doing these disciplines. See, these aren't going to just happen to you. Yes. You like, to- <laughs> like, yeah. Like the spirit can do a lot of good things. Yeah. In you, but I think they also want you to work for it. Yeah. And like, do you have these spiritual disciplines? And we went through a bunch at the end of the episode really quickly. Hey, there's a website called Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google spiritual disciplines. Yeah, that's um, a great reason. And they and they, and they are typically uh, disciplines found in scripture mm-hmm. that we are taught to uh, grow our faith and our spirituality and our relationship with God. Yep. There you go. Today we're going to talk about this is a fun one. Yeah. Uh, especially with teenagers and, but for sure with adults, absolutely. like this one's big. And I think this one is not talked about. Mm. I think we talk about it a lot with teenagers. Um, and then we just kind of dismiss it as adults. Yeah. This might be one of those cases where we look at our kids and we have so much concern about this particular area in this life and this life. <laughs> what? I got country <laughs> in, in this area of yes. their life. Um, but as adults, we just assume that we understand this. Yeah, it's not but, true. But I don't think that's the case. Necessarily. So we've been tiptoeing around it. It's not a secret. <laughs> it's uh, We're waiting for the big reveal. Healthy friendships. Yes. Of having healthy friendships. Because it's big um, when you have kids. Mm-hmm. The, when, when you look at your kids or you work with students um, on who are their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an old Southern proverb, right? If you sleep with dogs, if you lie with dogs, Mm -hmm. you're going to get fleas. That's right. Like you are who you hang around. Yeah. Um, I don't know if kids see it that way. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, um, finding somebody that just, um, or just how you get friends. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember, I, I, as as a kid, do you remember how you picked friends? Proximity mostly, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, true, right? You know, so like, and that could be one of two ways. Like, I was friends with a bunch of kids on my street. Mm-hmm. So they're there. Yeah. And we just played outside. Um, but then also, like, in class, the people that you're in class with, you make connections with. Hey, and if you, we got to be here, let's at least find someone yeah. to have fun with or, you know, to, to be a friend. Um, I think that's true, 
when you get a little bit older, that's a little bit less because mm-hmm. then you can drive and then your world kind of expands to not just next door neighbors in my class. Ride your bike. You yeah. can ride your bike somewhere, yeah. right? It could be a few streets over instead of just right there. I think that I remember because did you move schools when you were in high school or middle school? No. So, did you move? but I went to two different elementary schools. Okay. Um, and then one middle school, one high school. So in sixth grade, I went to a new school. Mm-hmm. We went from Stoner Creek Elementary in Mount Juliet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was going to go to Mount Juliet Middle School. Uh, and then I ended up going to Friendship Christian Middle School. My yeah. parents put me to a, a private school. In that, I didn't know anybody. Yeah, I mean, again, I knew one or two people, but they were a little bit older than me um, because his mom was like my fifth grade teacher yeah. or something like that at the school. Um, and so I did move. So that sixth grade year was kind of like, all right, I'm in this new place. I got to find friends. Yeah. Um, and, and what it basically will come down to is common interest and acceptance. Mm-hmm. Like they accept me, I accept them. And then a lot of times it's just like we have a bunch of common interests. Do you like to watch wrestling? Yes, so do I. In sixth grade, who didn't yeah. like to watch wrestling? Uh, do you right? like to rollerblade? Yeah, I was super into rollerblading <laughs> and super into wrestling, right? Yeah, that's ex- that's, that's exactly what yeah. it is. Um, and then you get friends, and that's just, just the way that it you know, kind of works. Um, and then it gets a little bit older and just kind of changes things. And I don't know if students today really think that much about – who they are hanging around mm. and their friends. Yeah. And what does even hanging around mean anymore? You know, like yeah. I feel like kids are constantly in touch with one another. Uh, yeah. You know, that's big with the social media where people would say, Hey, if you were at school and you're maybe getting bullied or picked on, or you feel like an outcast three o'clock, you go home. That kind of stops it's over. Yeah. It doesn't anymore. Yeah. Like if there's social media now, you know, they can get off that stuff, but with with social media or anything, group chats, text, all these things, like you're kind of always on. Yeah. And I think it's even more important now to have that close knit friends yeah. that is gonna um rally around you, that's gonna protect you, that's gonna walk with you, that's gonna help you. Um and kind of having these um groups, you know, bu- you know, back in the day they used to call them clicks. Mm-hmm. Right? You'd be like, oh well that's the this click, that's a jock click. That's the drama. That's mm-hmm. the music. That's the grunge. That's a this and that. Um, studies they now have come out and said we don't like to call them that. I like to call them clusters. Ooh, right. Like this is a, this is like a cluster. And they're even saying like it's not a bad thing. We always would think about it as a bad thing. Mm. Like oh well, you're put in this category. It's like well no, there's acceptance there. There's a like commonality of what we like and what we like to do. They're saying that's actually somewhat healthy mm-hmm. because you're getting your tribe yeah. around who you are. Um, but I think that's tough picking that. Yeah. And sometimes you don't pick it, it picks you. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is also even scary. Yeah. Uh, scary as a parent because you're like, I hope. Not that you want your kid to be in the popular. Well, I'm, I don't know. There's probably some parents that are like, I want my kid to be in the popular group, this group, that group. Man, I just want my kids to have good yeah. friends that will build them up. I was reading something recently, and this we're definitely not going to go down this trail, but it's it's applicable to what we're talking about now and this whole 
this whole deal, but like, um, a very natural thing for us to experience as people are, uh, action identities and label identities. Oh, okay. And yeah. so, you know, from an early age, we're taught that the things that I do are uh, defining, you know, to who I am. Yes. And the things that people say I am are defining to who I am and my identity. Now, what the, what a future episode <laughs> could be about is that in Christ, you don't play those games anymore, right? But for a child and someone who's really in a season of development and trying to understand who they are, uh, action, action identity and label identity are, you know, really key. Um, and one of those, you feel like you have control over the other. You have no control over. It's just what people perceive you to be. Yeah. And that can be really hard for kids. Yeah. That's and super- grownups. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I, t- I talk about that sometimes. Really, we talk about that being kind of labels. What are being labeled? We be named, and yeah. and the way that I teach it is the one who bought you and the one who made you is the only one that can label you. Yeah, you can't label yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, God bought you with His Son, and God made you, so He gets to label you as a son, mm-hmm. as a child, as as a beloved. And we did that whole like identity yeah. piece a while back, but but I think it's good. But yeah, we put a lot in who I am is what I do. Right. Um, and then even as adults, right. Mm-hmm. And that also typically tends to find out who your friends are. You know, when you get older as an adult, your friends become maybe your kids, friends, parents mm-hmm. with school and sports and church. Um, with that, I want to read Proverbs thirteen twenty. There's a lot of verses. You can go to Proverbs eighteen twenty four, Proverbs 27, 9, uh, Psalm 133, Romans 12, 10. I mean, there's just verse after verse, but I like this Proverbs 13, 20. It says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Mm-hmm. And so there's a promise in this and there's a warning in this. One of the promises, uh, if, if you spend time around wise people, it will make you wise. Yeah. You are who you hang around. Um, and so for a young age, and then even for us, like, who do you hang around? Yeah. Who's the guy at the office? Who's the girl, you know, the other mom? Who's the, at your work, if you're a nurse, a doc, whatever it is, are you seeking out to hang around wise people? Yeah. Or is the only criteria, we like this together, we do this together, we have this together, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Or are you trying to surround yourself with people that are also wise? Yeah. Um, and then do you hunger to be wise? Do you, th- do you even think about that? Or is it just, Hey, this is a fun relationship. That's it. We like to goof around, say each other funny memes and we're done. Or is there a purpose to the relationship? Yeah. And I think as you get older, when you're a kid, I don't think there's as much purpose. Mm-hmm. It is really just good time. Yeah. We're here. We better make the best of it. Right. But as an adult, it's like, I ain't got time for 25 friends Yeah. to be texting. Like, I don't have yeah. time for that. So your so friend, choose wisely. So your friend list narrows yeah. and it's like, I need to choose wisely who I'm going to, you know, who I'm going to spend time with. Yeah. Uh, it's not very scientific, but it's a helpful kind of uh, illustration. I've heard people say you are the average of the five people you spend the most amount Ooh, of time with. Yeah. So, so, so the good qualities, bad qualities, whatever you're the yeah, average, you're the average of those five people. And that's wow. really, 
powerful if you think about it, <laughs> right? Um, so for me, that means that I need to surround myself with people who are a little more mature than I am, uh -huh. a little further down their walk. And then I also need to have a mix of people who are looking to me yeah. for some kind of guidance. And it's like, that's really kind of a where you're going to end up being. So if your list is skewed <laughs> in one way or the other, it's either going to drag you up or drag you down. Yeah. You know, and that's right. just the reality. It's funny. Like you read a verse like Proverbs 13, 20 and you're like, well, that, that's good. That, that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But like you can look around and see this play out in reality all around you. Oh, absolutely. You can look at individuals that you know and you're like, yeah, they're running with the wrong crowd and look at where they're going. Or, man, since that guy got involved with this group of people, he's really grown a lot. He's changed a this lot. This isn't like, you know, we talk about like, ooh, what's the mystery of the spirit? Yeah, and like, Hey, no, this is pretty black and white, cut and dry. Like, and, and most people have experienced this in their own yes. lives. Yeah, this is easy. Yeah. Uh, um, what's, I think what's funny is that uh, I would assume that most parents – or like, hey man, my kid needs to hear this. Yeah. Because this is what I was taught when I was a kid. But as you get older, we don't think I don't think we think about this as much. Yeah. There's there's one And I like that five analogy. That was yeah, that's good for adults. As I was thinking about this, there's one particular aspect of this that I think is really interesting. And it's like for some reason it's really easy to look at other people, like in particular your kids, and you can see how who they're hanging out with is affecting their behavior in real time. Uh -huh. But for some reason, I feel like we're blind to that in our own lives. Like we can't yeah. see how other people are impacting us. So, oh, yeah. so it's like, it's real easy for us to look and say, Hey, Charlie, you know, you're kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of getting in with the wrong and I can see how that's changing your behavior. But like, I can't look at my own life and see that, you know, yeah. or it's more difficult. And, you know, I think with practice and being intentional about it, you definitely can, but it's something yeah. that we're kind of, blind to I think unless we really think about it yeah yeah I, I I think it's interesting you know I talked to my wife about this a few years ago and I hadn't been great about it I'm trying to get better at it but really about the five you know you're talking about yeah. do you have people that are on maybe both ends which you know you could say kind of goes you know, like against this. Cause you're like, well, I don't want to spend time with fools cause mm -hmm. I don't want to suffer harm, which yeah. is what it says. That's the warning, right? It's for a companion of fools suffers harm. Um, but I do want to be a light to people, right? Mm -hmm. Like I do want to be, I want to be the wise person for them mm -hmm. to help them grow. And I need wise people for me to help them grow. Yeah. And so we talk about here just in my context, Every single one of my friends here goes to this church. Right. And I work at this church. You do. We're yeah. your, we are neighbors. I spend more time with you than probably a lot of people. Yeah. And then a lot of my friends that I text and call, it's here. Yeah. Which is great. But then what am I doing for that other end? Mm -hmm. And so, like, do I have people that are outside of this church that I can become friends with yeah. and do that? And so that's also kind of like, then it becomes like proximity. All right, do they go to school with my kids? We're in a wiffle ball league. Yeah. Jack's about to start baseball. We're about to have new people, kids, parents, adults that we'll be working with on the baseball team. And just kind of keeping your eyes open of like, oh, I would like to be friends with them. Not like a project. Ooh, mm -hmm. that person seems troubled. Yeah. But just kind of expand who you are. Yeah, having an openness to the people around you. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that, hey, you're going to go on a beach vacation with those people, but right. just having... You know, I think friendships is, no, this is my best friend. Mm -hmm. 
when I'm in ninth grade and we're going to do everything together. And now we're college roommates and we are best friends. That's not quite like that when you get to be yeah. our age. It's like, hey, we know each other and we're friendly and we yeah. are friends. But, yeah. Um. All right. I want to look at, for for us, I want to look at some qualities, right? So we have Proverbs 13.20. Again, you can go online. I'm, I'm going to Google getting a shout out. You can Google like Bible verses or friendships. There's too many for us to list. Like mm-hmm. this is all over scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it's important to think about for us. How are you even thinking about that? Yeah. Are you thinking about this? So here is some top five. I don't want to say top five. Here are some qualities. And if you want to add some to this and you might have some different ones on here, I didn't tell you to do this. Um, but, uh, here are some qualities that I think are important in friendships. Mm-hmm. One, I think being loyal might be one of the most important, <laughs> you know, like who wants a friend that's not loyal, you know, um, the point of friendship, companionship, living in community is, um, that you've got somebody that you can call in good times and in bad times. If somebody is only available to you in the good times, and when the stuff goes bad, they're nowhere to be found. Is it even a friend? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if it's only self-serving in one way. Yeah. Right? Like, you want someone who is loyal, who's going to say, who's going to do what they say they're going to do. Right. And they're loyal, like, they're going to be there. Yeah. Through thick and thin. Yeah. I think that's big. And I think that's hard sometimes for students because we are so self-focused mm-hmm. for, like, kids. It's like. Well, it's just whatever can I get out of this? Yeah, and I said, no. You want you want a loyal friend that's going to be there. That when the rest of the crowd leaves, they're still going to be there. When yeah. everyone else, you know, turns their back on you for whatever rumor or this or that. And this is with adults too. Yeah. That you know that you have that one person or two that's ah, uh, I'm not going to leave you. Yeah. Even though it may be true or wrong or whatnot, I'm still going to walk with you. Yeah. I'm still, Our friendship isn't circumstantial. Ooh, yeah. you know, we, that be word of the year. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, two, I think to being honest. Yeah. Yeses be yes, noes be noes. I'm going to be honest to you um, in a lot of different ways. This was this was at the top of my list, and I'll tell okay. you one reason why. Yeah. I'll be 38 next month. Man, we getting old. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm less than a month out from being 38. And one of the main things I've learned in my 38 years of life is nobody can lie to me better than I can lie to myself. Ooh. If yeah. I want to convince myself of something, oh, if a, I want to talk myself into something, if I want to talk myself out of something, I'm the best persuader. Nobody yeah. can sell me on something better than myself. I don't need people around me to lie to me. I got that covered. <laughs> yeah. What I need are people in my life who are willing to tell me the truth. Yeah. So honesty is key to me, man. Yeah, that's big. And that requires a, a that's not a surface level relationship. <sighs> no, right? we're talking that about community that's not going just, deeper, right? Yeah, but for me, I'll just be honest. That's vital. Like I need people yeah. who are going to tell me the truth. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I think one funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and this may just be maybe um funny, and you might could change this to like common. Um, uh, I I don't have the words. I kind of took that a little a little. Broader, because funny. I I relate to funny. I like funny stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I like joking around. But when I saw funny, to me that was 
somebody you enjoy being around. You, yeah, yeah, yes. It's not that's hard what, to be yeah. around them. Yeah, that's know? what I was trying to get at. Yeah, it's just somebody that you guys have common interests and it's fun and it's easy to be around and they're a joy to be around. Right. You don't want no Debbie. You, you know those people? Yeah. Hey, we got churches full of these people. Yeah. Where you're like, do you have any joy in your life? Yeah. Like, you want people to come to your church, but man, uh, they want to hang out. Hey, don't <laughs> hang around that person because they're negative and and they're and they're not a, and they're not fun to be around. Yeah. But there's those people that you're like, I want to be around them. They're, you are attracted to them just because they are um, having fun and they seem like a good time. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so have a friend that you enjoy being around. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't want to be with them, it's probably not a great foundation for uh, <laughs> building a new friendship, you know? Yeah. And then if you don't want to be around them, then you're not going to be that honest and loyal and get to that deep, rich, you know, stuff in, you know, in your friendship. Yeah. Uh, to me, a Christian. Now that goes back and forth, right? Like, you know, we talked about the top five people, but as an adult, do for me, my my closest friends will be Christian. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I will not be friends with anybody else that's not Christian, but my closest friends will be. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about like building community, building deep and meaningful relationships, shared values and shared mission yeah. are two key components to that. And don't hear us say, you know, you shouldn't be friends with people who aren't following Christ. Like one of the ways that people come to know Christ is through relationship and through friendship. Maybe the main way people come to know Christ is through relationship. Um, But if we're talking about this inner circle, this trusted few, Uh absolutely, man. Like if you guys are all moving in the same direction, you're going to be able to get a lot further than if three of the five (laughs) guys that you're closest to are going in a different direction. Yeah. Right. So it makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then, and then one of the last ones is uh, just to be responsible, right? Just be a responsible adult. Uh, the older you get, now it's hard for teenagers because soft brain, they're not there yet. They're going to make dumb decisions. But as you get older, if it's like, you're still making dumb decisions. Yeah. Like, I need a friend who's going to be responsible, who can be there, who can help me out um, in that as well. Yeah, capable. Like, Yeah, capable some, is a good word. Somebody you can, you can trust with your family and trust with your, your, your stuff. And I mean, trust with ministry. I mean, we were out of town and we texted you guys and said, Hey, can you guys take Jack to church for us? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like you're responsible and capable (laughs) to have that. We're not like, well, I'm not going to strap Jack to the top of the Tahoe and and go flying down. the. He would love it. (laughs) He would love it. Uh, but yeah. Right. Like, um, or that like, you're like, yeah, I can do that. You're capable of having one more kid and taking them to, to a place. Um, and have that in there. Um, all right, I'm, we're we're at the thirty minute mark. I, I want to go very quickly at this very last thing to this. If you're sitting there going, "Well, I don't know if my friends that I have are fools or wise or worthy to be my friends," mm-hmm. there's some counterfeit friends, yeah. right? They they are some like chameleons where it's like, ah, they might be, and it might just be because you've had those friends for five, ten years, and you're yeah. like, I. I don't know. Sure they are. <laughs> uh, right. Just cause we've been here long enough. It's yeah. like, yeah, sure. Um, three quick things for you to kind of assess, you know, so we talked about the top five qualities, loyal, honest, funny, Christian responsible, but looking at the negative way, you're like, well, sure they are this, but are they also these things as well? And if they are, there may be a little red flag to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, um, sp- sp- spotting a counterfeit 
wise friend. Um, the direction of the relationship. Uh, one, a true, genuine friendship moves in a positive, mutually beneficial direction. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a one-way street? Yeah. Is it only for them to get something out of you? Yeah. Man, it's easy to spot, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we may not want to admit that sometimes. Um, you know, if, if being associated with somebody feels like it gives us power or prestige or standing or whatever but like you can tell when a relationship's one-sided and and, and then is that friendship a drain because you're like yeah. i'm gonna have to do and do and do and yeah. it's like man again in our podcast where i said do do uh <laughs> but when it's just one-sided yeah when it's a one direction like that's tough yeah um have that two is there self-destructive behavior if your friends uh won't look out for themselves they definitely won't look out for you that's a good word right that's hard that's hard to swallow yeah because there may be people that you love but man (laughs) yeah like if we're talking about that core five or core yeah yeah yeah, friendship it's like if you've got somebody that's imploding don't don't abandon them yeah because they need you there but may not be somebody that you can rely on to help make you you a better you may you may need to get a few more friends to counterbalance that destructive one don't don't leave somebody right like help them out and be there but if it's like a constant and that's again having honesty with friendships where you could say them. So if you have a friend where you are now still doing saying, Hey, I think your behavior is very destructive. I think you're acting in a way this is continually happening. You're losing your job. You're losing this, blah, blah, blah. And then they get defensive and yell. And it's like, well, every time I bring this up, we fight. Yeah. Then they don't want to change. Mm -hmm. And even though you're trying and you're doing some good stuff and you're trying to be the open, honest person, they may, may not be having it. Mm -hmm. You may not want that in your core group. Um, And then a three, a lack of solid convictions. Um, And that kind of goes, you know, the same thing with that, you know, Christian lifestyle. Like if you were to look at that person, do you know that they're about loving God, loving others, being there for their family, taking care of other people, um, loving the church? Like, do they have these things that, that guide their life or are they just by the seat of their pants i don't know what that means i don't know the fly by the seat of their pants yeah I don't is that, know what is, 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 that is exactly the same is that the saying maybe you i don't picked not. up and thrown i don't know <laughs> yeah in that no it's good man those so if you see that in, in your close friends it may be time for you to add a few more friends to counterbalance mm-hmm. that destructive behavior yeah it's good in that well hey you could spend a lot of time in god's word and find a lot to deal about friendships but this is something that we're trying to teach our own personal kids. I'm trying to teach kids here at our church. I'm trying to teach myself. Same here. And that. So hopefully you enjoyed this. Um, again, like, review, share, rate, subscribe, all the, all the, all the cool things. Mm-hmm. And also, if, uh, we th- if we think we can do this with Alexa, let us know. Yeah. Give it a, give it a test. Give it a test. I don't have, one, I don't have an Alexa at the church building. Mm-hmm. So maybe when I get home, I'll try to do that. There you go. Get that. Well, have a good week and we will catch y'all next time. Bye now. See ya.